Hello and welcome, everyone. Welcome back to an all-new episode of the Totally Radical Cartoon Podcast. We are the show that takes a deep dive into the world of 80s cartoons and all of the glorious insanity therein. My name is Randy. I am your host on this journey. And as usual, I am not alone. I am joined by my friend and my co-host, Phil. Phil, how you doing today, brother? I am alive, my friend. Keeping clean. I hope you fuckers out there are washing your hands. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm good. <laughs> All right. And, of course, we have another great deep dive for you. We're looking at another series we haven't looked at on this show before. But before we get into that, of course, got to let you know that Totally Radical Cartoon Podcast is a production of Geek World Order. Go to geekworldorder.com for all the latest and greatest geeky content and media. And, of course, we are on social media. Uh, Facebook, you can check us out at Geek World Order and Totally Radical Cartoon Podcast. Look up both of those pages. Uh, Twitter and Instagram, both at Geek World Order. And, of course, please subscribe to the podcast. We are on all of the major podcast providers. We're on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play. Uh, all those good sources. Give us the five-star review. Give us the thumbs up. Leave a comment. And just please help the podcast grow. All right, Phil. And today, we are taking a look into the world of Dino Riders. Hell yeah. How many it, of us wanted to do that back in the day? <laughs> right. <laughs> and we are taking a look at the first episode of the series, The Adventure Begins. And we... Pretty much just start out right with an 80s cartoon trope, especially in these more sci-fi themed series. We have one ship that's traveling through space and is being chased by another ship. Actually, it's being chased by multiple ships. This thing is basically being chased by an entire armada. Oh, yeah. They just throw you right into the ship. Right. Yeah, so we're looking at the... Uh... Uh, they make reference to some to a group called the Dreadlocks. Um, I don't, I don't know if that was the name of the ship or the alien race or what. I was, yeah, I was trying to figure out exactly what they were saying. Right? No, they just went. Um. Oh, what's that? Uh, what's that quote from that movie? Oh, Tropic Thunder. Oh, you never go full retard. Yeah, they went full on, like, right from the get-go. <laughs> You'll never go full retard. And oh, so boy. basically the ship has basically one chance to escape. And so they have to activate a space-time energy projection. Yeah, I had to... Yeah, no, I had to, like, me. rewind this just to figure out what they said and what they called this thing. Yeah, they had, uh, they had some funky names for stuff in this in this one. So, basically, they do, like, this weird Star Trek warp drive thing. And it basically creates this massive power surge because one of the enemy ships locked tractor beam on them. Good old tractor beam. So, this next kind of sequence really reminded me of kind of the the one of the early scenes in the first episode of Transformers, where the two ships are locked together, 
and they kind of have the space battle. Um, so much like our first episode of Transformers, uh, once the once this projection starts, they basically get pulled through like this warp tunnel, and then oh look, they crash land on a planet. Yeah, it's all very bad timing. Yeah, and as they're crashing through, and they're these nice sweeping animated shots, we see dinosaurs. Lovely, lovely dinosaurs. Not like Dr. Claw. Oops, I mean, what's his name again? Yeah. <laughs> oh, what was that guy's name? Oh, I'm trying to remember the villain's name. It was basically this freaking reptilian-looking bastard. Right. Uh... With a fishbowl on his head. Oh, Krulos. Krulos, that's what it was. Yeah, because that is... Guess, it sounded like this. Yeah, but like... Kind of a few octaves higher. Oh, yeah. yeah. When he was screaming, he's like, ah, God damn. It's like, uh, he was very raspy. Which, ironically, his, like, second in, in command was named Rasp. <laughs> At freaking. Don't. What did he say? Don't get brave or whatever the fuck. Ah, oh, what did he say? I forgot. Yeah, I was like, later. Don't get bold. That's what it was. Because he. He, he started with his Starscream vibes and talking shit. And they're both played by the same guy. They're both Frank Welker. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, the tractor beam was a good idea. And he straight choked him out. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. So, <laughs> so yes, our heroes uh, realize they are on prehistoric Earth. And we're introduced to a few characters. We've got Questar who seems to be the leader of the Valorians. Uh, we also get introduced to Serena, the female character on the show here. Um, we also get introduced to like this, um, apparently there's an older guy in the crew who is blind. Oh, dude. And I had he to was, look him I, up. He's, he's, he's my favorite right he's now. He's called Mind Zay. Oh, no, we'll talk. Yeah. Oh, we'll talk about him. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then also during the fight, there was also a, a turret who was like the tech guy, but he's named after oh, yeah. a gun, like a gun turret. What? Yeah. <laughs> uh, voiced by Charlie Adler. And That's familiar. Yeah. So when you look, hear the voice for turret, you can kind of hear vibes of like his characters of Lowlight and Eric from Jim and the Holograms. <laughs> and then you so also... That's the interesting. I was going to say that's interesting about this one. They had some uh, some pretty famous voice actors in this one. Mm-hmm. And then of course you also have a uh, Gunner, who is literally just a humanized version of Ironhide. <laughs> Hearing his voice right away, it's like, oh, yep. That's him. Yeah, because I had to pull up the cast list here, and like I'm looking at some of the names here. I'm like, I'm not even sure some of these characters were in this episode. But I'm also looking here and realizing all four individuals who played Ninja Turtles are in this series. Oh, really? Yep. I'm oh, shit. Um, 
I'm seeing uh, Cam Clark, uh, Townsend Coleman, Rob Paulson. Actually, no, I think that, no, actually, maybe it was only three of the four. That's still awesome. Yeah. Still insane. I'm going to have to have an 80s binge night. I'm serious. Bruh. <laughs> Seriously, like a weekend or something. So, yeah. And so we learned that the Valerians have amulets that apparently let them talk to the dinosaurs. Yeah, we saw that coming. Uh, <laughs> Just in case, we need these amulets. Mm-hmm. Just in case. Yeah, uh, so then we flash over to the Rulon camp where they're like, you know, they're also struggling with figuring out what's going on. They can't reach their their armada. And it's like... Apparently this guy has a pretty big armada. Yeah. He's like, and, that's impossible. We're literally everywhere. <laughs> yeah. It's like, shit, man. Okay. Um, but yeah, so we're looking at uh, so they see the dinosaurs and they're I'm not sure, you know, they're they're just unidentified creatures. So they just start shooting at them. I was going to say, dude, they opened the doors and just started blasting. <laughs> it's, right? uh, it's that me. Anyway, I started blasting. <laughs> <laughs> they just started shooting the shit out of the dinosaurs, man. Oh, they didn't man. even try. Oh, man, that whole... <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, buddy. Uh, yeah, that whole... Uh, yeah, I love that meme. So anyway, I just started blasting. <laughs> it's great. Okay. And then they're like, you know what? Actually, let's use the dinosaurs. I'm gonna build a dinosaur army. Basically. Bro, dude, they are kind of ruthless because we go through a scene that's kind of several minutes here and they're just like hurting and trapping these dinosaurs yeah they were fucking them up and they're putting these mind control devices on them that they're referring to as brain boxes yeah they were these like weird little like metal helmets like brain box them yeah straight up mind control yeah good old 80s cartoon elements yep gotta have some mind control somewhere in this series of course and the bad guys have to have it so then we kind of after this we go back to the good guy camp and a couple of the youngsters are riding around on velociraptors that Uh, was pretty that was pretty neat man i was like those have got to be velociraptors and the funny part was i was waiting to see the feet Mm-hmm. And there you go, that big ass claw. I'm like, yes, they're riding raptors. Yeah. So yeah, one of them is a uh, young star, and he seems to be kind of our younger, one of our younger protagonists. Yeah, the reckless one. There's always got to be a reckless one. Yeah. Yeah, this guy sounds like he's going to be the hot rod of this series. Oof! Oh my god, dude! <laughs> Fucking hot rod. And then every time I hear hot rod, I'm, I just like cringe and I want to punch him in the face. And good God. Uh, and there's another one, a kid with him. 
Uh, I'm just like I literally have the the list of characters of this show in front of me, and I'm like, I'm not sure which one it is. You, um, there, there was a kid. I can't remember the kid's name. No, at I, all, I cannot either. Um. So yeah. So they run into a T Rex. And Youngstar, he starts shooting at it. Yeah, it's like, how about you guys try to communicate with it first, like you did the other ones? You're yeah. riding a raptor for crying out loud. And then, like, Questar and Gunner and Serena are just like, hey, you okay? And he's like, um, yes, no, maybe. <laughs> as As it's chomping at him? Yeah, it's like, Sniffing at him is like pushing him back. Oh, then I mean, he falls. He did shoot it, and he's like about to fall off a cliff. And so, like, you know what? We're just gonna use our amulet here to talk to the T Rex. And like, hey, um, you mind leaving our friend alone? <laughs> but, well, he shot me. But yeah, so um. So they decide they're going to recruit some dinosaur help. But of course, they're not going to brain box. They're just going to use their amulets to talk to the dinosaurs and, you know, be friends with them. And like, hey, um, you want to give us some help here? Yeah, the pteranodons, pterodactyls, whatever you want to call it. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Keeps Ah, yes. But unbeknownst to our heroes, Krulos is watching. And he sees the mighty T-Rex. And he's like, yes, I knew really? this. Yeah, I want that. <laughs> he's like, yes, I must have one of these under my control. And then proceeds to maniacally laugh. You have to maniacally laugh. Exactly. Raspy, need a lozenge, maniacal laugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I... I have a decent maniacal laugh myself, but I am not going to try to replicate that. Dude, that's got to destroy the vocal cords on a, on a serious level. Because. Oof, it's too raspy. And we got like, and we still got like two thirds of this episode to go through. It is too early in this episode to even attempt that. <laughs> but because our hero, our villain is hidden and he's done some maniacal laughter. Guess what time it is? We'll be back after these messages. Another Tycho Superblocks adventure. You've got to capture the enemy command post. Looks like a job for Tycho Superblocks. You have to strike hard, so you build the combat tank. Bob Half-Track, the Mauler, and the Rocket Launcher. You send in your fast attack vehicle, then the attack chopper for support. You break through, you've won, and you've done it. Another great adventure with Superblocks. They work with Lego, too. Tyco Superblocks, military adventure series, 10 building sets, each sold separately. New from Tyco. The only thing more exciting than Turbo Hopper is Aero Turbo Hopper. The hottest off-road action you've ever seen. It leaps into the air because it's radio controlled. Go anywhere, do anything, fun and speed. Yahoo! Over rocks and through the mud. Real turbo racing action. You just hit the turbo power to make the pass and win. Aero Turbo Hopper and Turbo Hopper. 
only from Tyco RC. And now, another Tyco Superblocks adventure. The dam has broken, the road's out, the town's in danger. So you grab your Tyco Superblocks and quickly build a bulldozer, a backhoe, the dump truck, the giant cranes, and the construction copter. Rushing to the scene, you clear the road, you've saved the town, you did it! Another great adventure with Tyco Superblocks. They work with Lego too. Tyco Superblocks, Road Builder Adventure Series. Nine building sets, each sold separately. New only from Tyco. They're here. Zero gravity cliffhangers. Cause you race them upside down. Plummeting through the giant loop as you reach for new speeds and use your skill to master the death-defying spiral and blast up the wall to zero gravity. And then, back into the giant loop. You make your final move now to take the lead and win. Zero gravity cliffhangers. It's all in how you look at it. New from Tyco, of course. All right, and we are back. And as Tyco we... commercials, Tyco, Tyco, Tyco. <laughs> dude, that was so great, though. Oh, dude, yeah, no, I found the, yeah, no, I found the episode on YouTube, and yeah, someone must have record, like, uploaded it from like a VHS or something they had. Oh yeah, definitely, man. Because straight Tyco commercials. Every single Bruh. time. I'm like, dude, this is great. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there like, man, Dino Riders. No, I don't need to go to eBay right now and look these things up. <laughs> right. I had to stop myself from going to eBay and like. Oh, my God, man. Bruh. They were like, it was like twice. Shit's going down. Tyco blocks. <laughs> By the way, they work with Legos. Well, we it was a uh, well. Ooh, we see how ooh. well that worked out. <laughs> Ouch! I didn't even know like Tyco had a a block set. Dude, those commercials were intense. Oh, dude, man. Uh, so we go back to the enemy camp. Apparently, the uh, dinosaurs are ready for test drives. Bruh. These dinos, man, they have been equipped with, like, lasers and rockets. Seriously, and yeah. Side guns. The, the villains had the better dinos. Yeah. And, and they had lasers all up and down them bitches. And Krulus is like, it's not enough. I need the T-Rex. <laughs> Straight up said that. No compliment, no nothing. Right. It's not enough. Dude, he just so deadpan. He's like... Nope. Ain't gonna work. I want that T-Rex, baby. I need more. <laughs> uh, so we go to the other, to the hero <laughs> camp. And Gunner is steering a brontosaurus. And, like, they're straight, like, flintstoning it. Like, you know, using it to, right? like, grab logs and build a, a wall. <laughs> it was, like, straight flintstones. I'm like, they had the brontosaurus lifting the log, dude. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, yeah. I was waiting for a yabba-dabba doing a clock out. Nope. All we get is Gunner falling off the brontosaurus. <laughs> and uh, Serena's like, all right. Like, Serena's got to call the pterodactyl. Like, um, hey, gonna need you to catch him. Oh, man. And then he just, like, starts complaining because he's an old man. Of course. Like, uh, 
machines I can handle. I don't know if I can handle these newfangled dinosaurs. <laughs> newfangled dinosaurs. It's like the weirdest thing is like complaining about how like the things used to be, but the thing how things used to be was machines. Right. And the current thing is dinosaurs. It's like, like, dude, you got it. I could just imagine them looking at each other's like, you want to tell them? No? Okay. Listen, this this biological technology could be a whole lot worse. Oh, yeah. I mean, this, you could be using Cobra Law technology here. Yeah. Could be some Skynet vibes going on. Oh, geez. Oh, man. (laughs) Weird old, weird biological technology. Uh, uh, we'll get we'll get to Cobra Law eventually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ooh. So yeah, you're like, all right. Well, the wall this wall should be completed in a few hours, because you know they don't want random T Rexes coming in and you know attacking their compound. Yeah, and eating their machines. And they're like, wait, laser fire? What's going on? So they've got to, you know, figure out what's going on. They realize, wait a minute, the the Rulons were here. They're like, oh, yeah, they must have been. Oh, that's right. They were tractor beamed to us. They must have got they must have got pulled through the jump as well. They seriously for like they didn't even notice. Right. How do you not notice that? It's like. Wait, you were locked on by a tractor beam. I mean, maybe they thought that the was gonna, you know, it was gonna break them, and it probably did because obviously they landed in two separate areas. True, but it was still a crash ship. Mm-hmm. Had to see something, some kind of smoke or I don't know. Uh, I guess they just straight up pulled an Ultra Magnus. I can't deal with that now. <laughs> Damn. Calling all cars. Shots fired. Bruh. It's like, <laughs> Damn. I feel like that. that's like the one scene in Transformers the movie that just infuriates me. It's like, really? Your, your, yeah. sec- your second shuttle? Your, you know, it's like, as far as you know, Cup and Hot Rod and the Diobots are all dead? And you can't deal with that now? So yeah, Gunner is complaining again. Uh, uh, Gunner and Turret get assigned to follow them. Equestor's like, all right, yeah, can you still handle this old man? <laughs> right. The day I, he's like, the day I can't track snakes is the day I retire. Yeah, he's always, it's never a yes or no. Like, literally, this is Ironhide, man. <laughs> Seriously. The wise cracks, just the whole nine. The the old guy, like uh, back in my day, complaining about things like, "Yeah, hey, I can't track down lizard." Like, just, just, yeah, yes or no is fine. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so they follow them, and 
they've learned the location of the enemy base. Of course, now they realize they're in trouble. Like, all right, we're going to have to get out of here and get back to our base. But uh, we need a diversion. So, <laughs> literally, they just blow up like an equipment box. Yeah. It's like, wait, that's your plan. You just shoot their equipment, start setting things on fire. How did they get caught so quickly, man? Right? It's like, they barely Damn. got to the perimeter of the base. Zero stealth points. And they're like... Like, this is like nothing. Like, there is no stealth here. Nothing. No, and they just stood up and, like, they just stood up and walked. Like, like la la la, oh, there's trouble. I've seen more stealth in an episode of G.I. Joe. Because <laughs> I, I get reminded of, like, the scene in um, Arise Serpento Arise, where they're, the, the rescue team is looking for Sergeant Slaughter. They crash one of the tomahawks outside of the terradrome and then they literally like beachhead tells lifeline to go up and ask them to use their phone <laughs> and he does hey guys, uh... and then the rest of the guys are hiding and once lifeline asks to use the phone they all drop out and uh jump the vipers JK, we're here to just... Wow. And Lifeline's like, why didn't you tell me you were going to use me as a decoy for violence? And Beach is like, I didn't want you to say no. Wow. That's funny. Because <laughs> we all know funny. Lifeline, if he knows it's going to be violence, he ain't going to do it. I ain't going to do it back in my day. Shut up, Lifeline. Yeah. <laughs> Beachhead knew he was he was he was gonna say no, so he's like, no, no, you go do this. Just ask them to use the phone. It's like, oh, no, it'll be fine. It's nonviolent. It's and like, then they know, just not... drop out and just like drop all the vipers. That is funny. So yeah, <laughs> they... poor guy, man. <laughs> so yeah, so as the uh, the Rulons are dealing with that, uh, we just warp warp to a little bit later. And Krulos has finally found the T-Rex. Bruh. Oh, this man. is like some... This is Then we get like some dino-on-dino dino battle action. Dino-on-dino dino crime. Oh, man. And like, these dinos and like their little weapons are doing nothing. Like, they're literally shooting the lasers just, like, at the T-Rex. It didn't do shit. Nothing. <clears throat> absolutely nothing t-rex is laser proof yeah so basically they have to like shoot the missiles and kind of herd the t-rex into like a valley where they're like haha he fell into my trap brain box him and he almost broke free before they did too yeah dude like they had to like they like hit cut some ropes and launched like traps and like they literally had this T-Rex like goozled like they had they had it by the neck 
Oh, yeah. And they, he was about to snap the trap. Dude, like, they had to hurry to get that brain box on him. Yeah, they they almost got effed up. <laughs> Seriously, because it was, like, literally breaking as the brain box mm-hmm. fell on his head. Yeah. They almost got effed up. Bruh. Is insane. <clears throat> but, yeah, the brain box works, and the T-Rex is now under... Uh, uh, Krulos's control. And so he gets, so we go to a nice close up of Krulos and he's like, victory is mine. <laughs> yeah, he got his T-Rex. So he's good to go now. So yeah, we've got some, uh, some, uh, tension mounting here. And of course we all know that once the tension mounts and we head towards the final act, we've got to take a commercial break. So, uh, We'll be back in just a moment, folks. All right. Harness the power, Dino Riders. The evil Rulon shackled the Dinonychus. Raybox on attack. They're sitting ducks. Heroic quest star on Diplodocus opens the secret pod. They're firing on me. Look out for the trap. Take this, Anhead. The hidden rockets blast the evil Rulon. We'll meet again, quest star. Diplodocus with motorized walking action. Dinonychus and Pteranodon. With figures and battle gear, each sold separately. Dino Riders. Harness the power. Dino Riders. The Dino Rider is spotted by the evil Rulon. Take this, young star. You need glasses, Hammerhead. Pick on someone your own size, big eyes. The Rulons on their Triceratops aim their lasers. I'll distract them. Quickly turret from his Styracosaurus fires. Eat rocks, Rulons. Triceratops with motorized walking action. Styracosaurus and Quetzalcoatlus with figures and battle gear, each sold separately. Dino Riders. Harness the power. Dino Riders. The evil Rulons on Tyrannosaurus Rex attack. I'll crush you, gutter! Catch me first, Krulos! The Dino Riders on their Tyrannosaurus trick the evil Rulons into following them. Hiding, gutter! Over here, frog breath! Hidden rockets shoot the brain box off. He's free! He's free! Tyrannosaurus and Tyrannosaurus Rex with figures, battle gear, and motorized walking action. Each sold separately. Dino Riders. All right. And we are back. And we are on the Valerian camp this time. And they are discussing strategies. Because now they know that the the Rulons are on this planet. So that's another headache they're going to have to deal with in their efforts to get home. Uh, Oh, yeah. Gunner is setting up some various defenses and weapons. And, of course, they don't have time to fully get prepared. Because, well, they are... Hey, Krulos is attacking. You know, I imagine him going to his minions. I just have one request. I just want some freaking dinosaurs with some freaking laser beams on their freaking heads. <laughs> he got what he wanted. I, I had that in my notes. <laughs> you did? I was literally going to say dinos with freaking lasers. <laughs> Holy shit. You beat this me to the I joke, damn it. God damn it, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. I've been wanting to say it, and I was just like, okay, fuck it, I'm gonna say it. Dinos with freaking lasers. Oh, they're freaking heads. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, uh, I fucked it up. 
Oh, if only we had some sharks to go with this. Right. All I wanted was some freaking megalodons with some freaking laser beams on their freaking heads. Oh, so we start getting some... Dude, there's some cool battle scenes. Like, uh, We get an oh. air battle between Serena and Rasp. They're both on their uh, pteranodons. And uh, Serena kicks Rasp's ass. But she does, man. But somehow Rasp just happens to land on top of the Valerian ship. Mm-hmm. And he's like, all right, come here, boys. Yeah, he's like, ooh, how convenient. So they enter the uh, Valerian ship's command center. Uh, to steal a power crystal that will help them recreate the jump home. And it's like, well, the crystal is missing. He's literally like, ugh, we came in here for nothing. Look, it's useless without it. Well, you did come in for something because, um, uh, y'all gonna get your ass kicked. <laughs> came in for these hands. <laughs> Bro. Rated for everyone. Yeah. Yeah, no. Mine Zay comes in and he goes full on blind Whoa. master. He went blind fury. He beat the ass. Bro. I was like, look at this dude. He's my favorite. He is the master. He whooped that ass. So hard. It was like, get the fuck up out my ship. Like, he straight up. And somehow he, like, managed to get them all to, like, a trap door. And so they just all yeah. get, like, shoved out like a garbage chute or something. <laughs> it came out the ship's butthole. Basically. Oh, my God, dude. He, like, he humiliated them. Dude, man. Like, there was no contest right there. He beat their asses, got them in one spot, and was like, bye. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you ain't getting shit. Uh, so we pan over to Youngstar, who is riding his raptor, and he's fighting another villain that goes by the name of Hammerhead. And he's <laughs> so cleverly named because he's a... because he literally looks like a hammerhead shark with legs. Yep. Yeah. And hey, there's our sharks. Apparently he has his own uh, troops that are also similarly looking. Just like somehow Rasp has a whole platoon of his own snake troopers. Do they have laser beams on their heads? Not that I'm aware of. <laughs> yep, that, that's where the budget ends. Just the individual soldiers yeah, can't have no lasers laser on their heads. We're, we're tapped out. They, they just got to use regular guns like everyone else. <laughs> so and then we go to Krulos who is he comes in he's on his T-Rex he's like I mean basically like uh, he sets his sight on Questar he's like do whatever you want with the others I want this kill oh yeah he went the wreck dude he went the wreck his shit personally yep he's like nope Questar Ouch. is mine Bro, and then Gunner comes in. 
They turned the brontosaurus into a freaking APC. <laughs> yeah. Like, that thing had, like, a panel on the side. It opened up, and then there were, like, six dudes shooting lasers. That was pretty badass, I gotta that say. It was, dude. They they answered the call to the T-Rex with that freaking brontosaurus. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, you got a T-Rex. That's cute. Yeah. So... They come up with a plan here. Questar is basically like, all right, we've got to get the brain box off of the T-Rex. Because otherwise we're going to get our shit wrecked. Yep. So he calls Serena and she directs the, the Tranodon to go grab him. And he just like straight up goes in and like jumps off the Tranodon. Like, he jumps onto the T-Rex just to get the, the brain box off of him. Couldn't they have just had the Pteranodon yank it? Right? It's like, nope. Ugh. We have to be dramatic. We have to do superhero things. Reckless bastard. <laughs> oh, buddy. So, once <laughs> they destroy the brain box... Bro, Krulos... I'm pretty sure poops his pants. I'm pretty sure he got some lizard lumps down there. Like he once he realizes he is effed, he just straight <laughs> goes Cobra Commander. Retreat! Retreat! Oh, <laughs> yeah, it was over. Oh, buddy. Like he realized it in like a second. Oh, damn. So yeah, so the uh, the Rulons they retreat and the day is saved. Ah uh, yes, yeah, so our heroes realize that there's going to be a long trek ahead of them. Uh, this is going to take time, and uh, at this point they are in a war and it has only just begun. So uh, Questar gives a nice little motivational speech, and he goes, Yes, we are Dino Riders! Yep, so and, like, the new just, name has come. Yep, and then he throws his amulet up in the air, and that's the shot that we roll to credits on. Cue the marketing. Oh, man. <laughs> right. I literally sat there and watched the toy, like the toy marketing after the show. They were smart about that. It's like, ooh, like you air the first episode and then bam, merchandise. The Dude, dinosaurs were pretty cool looking. Everything in the eighties was just like every eighties cartoon was just a 30 minute toy commercial. Basically. I have to admit though, dude, those dinos look pretty cool. They were pretty sweet. I would have been like, Mom! Right? What's some dino riders? Dude. Like, the 90s, like, killed everything. Oh, man. They, ugh. Because they came in with, like... Right? Because they basically made, like, all the rules where you couldn't, like, advertise you know, so much, or... Uh, it was just dumb. <clears throat> no, the 80s was all about, like, in your face. 
and a yeah. Like, wasn't that fucking cool? Go buy these. Right, bro. Eighties like, toy commercials are like amazing. That's <laughs> literally what eighties cart like toy commercial like. Ah, bad guy. Oh no, good guy here to save the day. Rah! It's like, oh my god, so much action, right? Go buy these toys. Or it's like, oh my god, it's G.I. Joe. (laughs) Ah, Duke. Kids, wasn't that fucking cool? Go buy the toys. Tell your mom to buy 37 of Generic Soldier. (laughs) Cobra Trooper. Well, obviously you gotta buy forty of them, because you know, they they have armies of them on the show. Exactly. What are you gonna do? Sit them on the floor? <laughs> buy the vehicles. Buy the base. Yeah. Oh man. Or who are they gonna fight? Buy the villains. Yeah. <laughs> Here's generic soldier. Here's a Cobra Viper. <laughs> Wait, just one? You're just gonna send in one Cobra Viper in? <laughs> oh boy! It worked, man. Yeah, I had a closet full of that shit. Man, I just love '80s commercials in general. It's like even stuff that's not like toys, like all the products, like the sodas and the cars and everything had. Dude, everything had the jingles. Yeah, it was like, and it was all like, I don't, I don't know what better way to say it, but like in your face, right? Like they were just seriously in your face about it. It could be a drink, a sandwich, toys, Bruh. like anything. I mean, the eighties had stuff like the Wendy's, like, where's the beef? <laughs> yeah, it's like. Oh, they were throwing shade in the 80s, man. Like, even in the 90s, you had stuff like, do the do. Right? Nowadays, it's like, drink Mountain, drink Mountain Dew. It's refreshing. Like, it's delicious. No, bring back do the do. Do the do. Or Freaking give us, like, a song. Surge! Or give us a song and be like, I don't know. Drink Mountain Dew. Da, 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 da. I don't know. I got nothing. <laughs> oh, man. Don't. Dude, some, seriously. I, yeah, the, I com- missed the jingles, man. It was just. Commercials nowadays are lame. They are. Like, it's like, oh, it's, it's almost like there's no, no, like, target. Like, there's nothing. It's like, like, oh, hey, look, it's this thing. Is this why we invented it. subscription services? It's like because someone literally just got tired of watching commercials nowadays. I guess. Like everything is just sad why nowadays. Commercials, but commercials are fun. I mean, look at how they like remade like McDonald's, like all the the makeovers of McDonald's, like in the eighties oh, and nineties. Like they were like the buildings were like red and vibrant and colorful. Now they're just like gray and boring. Yeah it, looks like a, yeah, it looks like a gray soup kitchen. It's just stupid. Right? It's like. And then freaking. I remember back in the day where he had the hamburger. The hamburger just running around causing chaos. Bro. 
I think at this point, like every character except like Ronald McDonald is just dead. Yeah, where's Grimace? And even I think Grimace is in rehab. I don't know. Grimace, Grimace <laughs> probably died from like I don't know something. There was like the bird girl. She just disappeared. Oh, she disappeared in like the nineties, I think. Yeah, dude. She just one day she was just gone. There was the the what was the mayor? He was a hamburger or like a cheeseburger. Uh, Mayor McCheese. Mayor McCheese is gone. Um, there was this dude for like late night McDonald's. He had a moon for a head. Oh he, yeah, yeah, like Mac Moon or whatever it was. Yeah, he just all of a sudden he just disappeared. Yeah, when McDonald's was like, "Hey, let's make our late night menu hip and trendy." He was fucking cool. And you know, like the little weird creature things that looked kind of like Tangela's from Pokemon. Yeah. Yo, there was like a whole cast of characters. Dude, they had a ton of characters, and they're just they just disappeared. Like the, I think this pops up here and there. Like, that's I, about it. Like I definitely remember as a kid, like watching these commercials, or like they had like the short little videos too. Like yeah, they the did. They had like little... like short. Yeah, those like little short videos. Like they were just little entertainment videos. Dude, I remember watching them as a kid. Like I'm pretty sure, like I was watching them like at the McDonald's. Like eating Hell those yeah. like eating those little cookies, man. You remember like the little cookies that came with like the Happy Meals way back in oh, the yeah, day. Oh yeah, I remember those. Bro, the... they had the freaking. I remember there was one at one point. It was like these little Transformers, except they were the shape of, like, McDonald's food. Uh-huh. It was like a, it was like a burger them. box. One was fries. And I all still this have other them. Shit. They still have them? No, I still have them. Oh, you do? Yes. I bet those shits are worth so much money now. There, there were two sets of them. They did the first ones where they were kind of like Transformers, and they were more... The, the, the robot modes were human-ish and then they did yeah. a second one a, a couple of years later where they transformed in like dinosaurs oh shit yes oh Dude, i still have them on to those things you know i don't remember what they called them i called them like food changeables as a kid i, I don't think I don't, know. I don't think that was the official name for them I think that was just the name my, my child brain came up with. I probably have some sitting yeah, around somewhere. Just got to search. I know there was one that was like an ice cream cone that has like this just creepy ass face on it. <laughs> I remember there was an ice cream cone. Yo, that one had like a creepy face. Damn. Yeah, there was one where... Um, there's like a, it's like a hot cake box and it turns into a pterodactyl. That's what it was. It was the hot cake box. That's what I was trying to remember. Yeah. That, that was, was like in like the second ones. group they did. The freaking hot cake box. Yes. Those are. Yeah, those were ridiculous. Although I think oh. those were probably my favorite Happy Meal toy of all time. Yeah. Like. By a long shot, those are my favorites. Bro. Like, I know at some point, like, 
Happy Meal toys kind of like declined in quality. They really did because they would just ugh, they would just break so easily. Like I guess they improved them eventually. <clears throat> like say, I was um well lately I mean like I was um getting my kid happy like you know happy meals here and uh-huh. there and I guess they came out with Beyblades for him or some shit. Mm. And he freaking lost it. He loved it. They had that and they had like a line of Pokemon for a while. Hmm. You know, so they, they had their, you know, they had their hit and misses here and there. Yeah, there were some definitely some interesting ones back in the day. Yeah, they did Transformers for a bit, too, which was pretty cool. Like recently. Uh, they they've. Oh, yeah, no, I, I know they've done a few like. I remember when they they did a couple runs when Beast Wars came out. Oh hell yeah! I've got, I've got most of them. Um, oh shit, man! That's I didn't awesome. get them at the time, but I've found most of them at like conventions or on like eBay. Oh damn! So I've got like, I think I, like they did two sets of them they did one a first round and then they did a second one around the second season of beast wars that were like transmetals i remember those holy shit yeah i remember those oh dude man there are so many good things about the 80s like hell yeah man i know just like with when i was born i grew up more in the 90s but Every time I go back and look at like eighty stuff, I just love it. There's like like even like Happy Meal toys. There was such a quality to them. Like there was actual effort and quality put into them. Seriously, like they had some badass toys. Like I've seen some of the later ones they've done for Transformers. And like like some of them I've seen like at bins, like when they did stuff for like uh what was it, like Transformers Armada? I think they did some for maybe they did some for Cybertron, but like, dude, they're just like garbage. Yeah, like hollow plastic. Right. Oh, the quality <laughs> is just so. Yeah, man, bad. they were they really there was like a passion behind those toys back in the day. It's like, dude, like they were d- designed very well, like all the old. Yeah, because like, you could definitely tell the quality was declining in the 90s. Because I remember when they did the ones for Power Rangers the movie. Those like weird little vehicle things with like the Rangers that had like two points of articulation. <laughs> it's like you could you could basically move the arms up and down and you could bend them at the waist to sit them in the, the Zord vehicle thing. That is funny. Yeah. Oh, dude. So many things about the 80s, man. Like, I just love commercials from the 80s, like, the best. Uh, oh, toys, to- like, toys the from the 80s, Rose's man. Uh, <laughs> so much different quality, man. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah, by far. Nowadays, it's like, oh, yeah, here's this little hollow garbage thing your kid won't care about two minutes later <laughs> it's like all right they'll play with it for three minutes then they'll go back to their iphone right 
Presenting new osteoporosis rangers. Yeah. It's like, well, maybe if you provide a more quality product, you'd distract them from the iPhone for more than two minutes. This is true. It's like, uh, yeah. They're not thinking about that. Dude, like, back then, I would play with that damn toy all the way home. Bruh. And then end up, like, falling asleep with the damn toy. Like, I'd be so excited to have that McDonald's toy. Bro, like, I remember, like, in the 90s, they did these ones from uh, Tiny Toons. They were, like, these little race car things. Oh, shit, I remember those. That, like, flipped. Like, there was, like, a character on one side... I think I think one was like Montana Max, but then when you flipped his head down and flipped the car over, it was like Elmira. Yeah, like they had. I rem, I remember specifically. I had the one that was Dizzy Devil. Mm-hmm. Oh fuck! Who was on the other side? I don't remember. It was probably Hampton. Yeah, it's probably Hampton. Because I think they did a lot of stuff in the cartoon together. Yeah, because I remember specifically. It had the Dizzy Devil one. I wanted like, the Plucky Duck though. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like that's dude, my boy, Plucky Duck. You basically got two toy cars in one. You're yeah. Like, All right, cool. We play with this character, and then just like push the thing down, and it flips the other head up, and now you can play as the other character. Oh man, I miss the cool stuff, dude. Uh, the the stuff from when we were kids, man. You're right. It's so in your face. <laughs> it really was. It's like extreme. Extreme. Oh my god, you want it. I want it. You want it. I want it. And then they realized what the marketing was called in the 80s and then the 90s they went, "We know it's called extreme. So we're going to make it extreme." <laughs> Oh, man. Bruh. It's like everything had the word extreme on it. It's like every single toy commercial was like a monster truck commercial. Yeah, no, if <laughs> if if this was a if this was a show about 90s cartoons, I would definitely have the word extreme in it somewhere. Extreme 90s. And you and you can't spell it with with the E at the beginning. You have to start with the X. It's got to be like this really torn up like crazy looking X. Like the X has to be capitalized. <laughs> Bigger than all the other freaking. Right. And all then the letters. The, and then the. And then the. And then the trim is just regular lowercase letters. <laughs> Basically. It's like there's your 90s like the marketing. The X has to shake a little bit. Yeah. Oh man. But yeah. 80s cartoons. 80s marketing. Oh dude. This is why we're here folks. This. We love Hell this yeah. stuff. Uh, but I think that'll do it for another episode of the Totally Radical Cartoon Podcast. Of course, be sure to check us out on social media. Subscribe to the podcast. Uh, give us a rating and review. And uh, we'll see you next time, folks. We love you guys. Come back soon.